One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Okay, so I know I told you I wouldn't be back with another new episode of Confessions of a Workaholic. Speaker, um, she, she does three things. She, she, she's an evangelist for three things. Work, slave, and pray. All right, so whatever lane you in, you can do all three of those things. Please welcome to the stage, Coriel DuBose. Your mind is at the level to be able to manage that. 
Because who knows that you can go out and you can make six figures overnight. But if your mindset isn't at the place that it needs to be to manage it, the next day that six figures could be gone, right? And so back when I was a classroom teacher, do I have any educators in the building? Yes, okay, I always got educators in the building. If you're not an educator, even if you are an educator, write down your title real quick. Whatever that title is, doctor, teacher, attorney, whatever it is, just write it out real quick. So back when I was an educator, um, a teacher, because I'm still an educator, but back when I was a classroom teacher, um, the main difference between where I was then and where I was now, again, it was my mindset, but it was really that I was operating with an employee mindset, right? Can anybody attest to that? It's real different on the employee side than it is on, on the entrepreneur side, and not that it's better or worse, but like Lamar said, you're not going to make that six figures for yourself with the same mindset, the same habits that you have as an employee. It's just not going to work. So it wasn't until I switched um, the, the shift, right? I shifted gears within my mind, and I really started putting my effort and my energy into the work, the work with the key. So my books, my podcast, my conference, work, press play, everything is the work with the key, and it's not just because it's key. The work with the key is the effort and the energy that you put into your own dreams outside of the work with the O, which is what you do for other people. Y'all got that? All right, so it's the work with the E. It's really learning that you have to put in the time, the effort, the energy, and the resources into the things that you want to do. So back when I was a classroom teacher, the hot topic, what everybody wants to talk about was ADD. All the kids got ADD. So big, it's, it's going crazy. And all the kids got to get them on drugs because they got ADD. Y'all familiar with ADD? Stands for what? Attention Deficit Disorder. Well, now that I'm on this side, right, now that I'm a full-time entrepreneur and I'm still educating, I'm still teaching, except now I'm teaching women, um, but what I realized, I got my own little theory, right? So I don't believe it's ADD that's the problem. I believe our problem is IBD. IBD. What we are suffering from is intention deficit disorder. We're not being intentional. We are literally waking up doing the same thing on Monday that we do on Friday. Every day, around the clock, we slave at the job, stress ourselves out, curse all the way home, <laughs> get home and do whatever we gotta do for the kids, and by the time 9 p.m. goes around, we're sleeping. We don't have time to do anything for ourselves. And so without intention, and then keeping your attention on your intention, you're never gonna be able to maximize your earning power. All right? So keep your attention on your intention. Now, five things that I'm gonna share with you all today. You got a notebook, take some notes. Five things, five lessons, five mindset shifts that I had to make before I could maximize my earning power. You ready for number one? All right, number one, what might be holding you back, this is definitely holding me back, is that you are building your life plans based on a blueprint that's expired. Yeah. Any millennials in the building? Ooh. Okay, we got like three of y'all. Okay, three millennials in the building. If you are a millennial like myself, no shade to the non-millennials, but you all are gonna get this. Everybody's gonna get it, because generation to generation, we all kind of do the same thing. Because nine times out of 10, your grandma taught your mother something, your mother turned right around and taught it to you, and then you had children and did what? Repeated, repeated the same thing. So a lot of times, our parents taught us 
that the way to get to live the good life was to go to school, get good grades, go to college, get the degree, get the good job with the good what? The good government benefits, and then you just gonna live the good life. Now, I don't know about you, but I did not make it through my first year. I'm talking about school started in July. It was probably Christmas break, and I'm like, no, it's not it. I don't know what I was thinking, but this is this doesn't feel the way that I expected it to feel. I'm one of those people, I wanted to be a teacher since I was six, seven years old. I knew this was what my life was meant to be. Right? So when I got in it and felt like felt like this is not all that God, I know God has something more for me than just what's inside of this classroom. So that was year one. Didn't even make it through year one. But it wasn't until I had a traumatic life experience. It wasn't that bad. I was just engaged and I broke it off. But it was pretty traumatic. Right? <laughs> pretty traumatic for me at 24. But it wasn't until I got what I thought I wanted. Because that was something else I thought I wanted. Because I graduated college, got the good job, bought the house. Now I need what? A husband. Now you got to get a husband. Like that's the next thing if you check it off the list. So I had literally gotten all of the things they said that I needed. And yet and still, I still felt unfulfilled. And that's when I realized I didn't have intention in my life, right? I was literally basing my life decision off what somebody else said I should do. Same people who said, girl, yes, you gotta get married. When I called it off, same people who said, girl, no, it ain't time to get married. <laughs> and that's when I realized that people want you to be happy, right? So now since I understand if they love you, they're gonna co-sign you. So when I wanted to, you know, walk away from the classroom, people thought I was crazy. When I started a business, people thought I was strict. When I started making money, then they started asking questions. Oh, maybe she's onto something. I literally had my old coworkers emailing me, asking me, how did you break out? As if we were in prison. <laughs> you can get out of there, you know? You, you can walk out. Um, but the people closest to you are trying to keep you safe. And a lot of times that safety keeps you stuck. Right? And so if you are building your life, literally making your life decisions off of a blueprint that no longer works, then that might be one of the reasons why your mind's not right and why you're not getting your money together. When I had that employee uh, mindset, the struggle was really real. Y'all know about the paycheck to paycheck thing, right? But it ain't no paycheck to paycheck struggle like being a teacher in the state of Georgia. Something center around your calling outside of your job. 
All right? There are things that you can be doing to make an impact outside of your job. There are things that you can be doing to feel fulfilled outside of your job. All right? You were not born to just work and die. That's right. So forget your title. Forget what they call you and focus on what you're called to do. You got that? Ready for number three? Let me hear you say three. 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 All right. And this one's going to hurt some feelings. Do I have any perfectionists in the room? It's got to be right before I do Okay, y'all going to be mad. You have to start where you are. Be willing to start where you are. Because you have to. You gotta learn more. Yeah, learn more. 
And I know that you all understand that because you wouldn't be here if you didn't. Amen. Right? If you want to earn more, you have to learn more. So I hosted um, a panel with nothing but six and seven figure earners about a month ago. And the one thing that every single person on that panel said is that there was a book that they read that changed their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a conversation that they had. There was a coach that they hired. There was a mentor that they worked with. And that was the thing that, that shifted their business. That was the thing that put them on. Right? And so I want to share with you all just a couple books. You're taking notes. Write these down. Just a couple books that have changed my life. Help me get my money together by getting my mind right. So what's the first book? Transferable skills. 
I have another client who works in, and I don't really work with educators, but he happens to be um, in a higher education setting. Learned all of these skills, took all the extra training. How many people's jobs send them to trainings and get certifications and workshop professional development? Take all of it. Take all of it. That's on the job training. All of those resources that you are picking up, all of those tools that you're collecting can be utilized in your own business. So another client um, works at a, a higher education, um, I think Eastern Michigan University or something like that, as a consultant. Did all the extra training, got all the extra certification, did everything extra that they offered. Turned in his letter of resignation, went back to the school, and got them to hire him as a consultant. <laughs> If that's not player, I don't know what it is. You paid for me to get trained. And I'm going to come back and double charge you what you already paid me to teach your staff to do what I want. So work for myself. And not only is he doing it at that university, he has relationships with all the universities because he's been working in this field. You don't have a money problem, you have a what? Mindset problem. Money is in there. The money is in there. Again, people making money on bad ideas. And you mad about it. You see so and so making money, you're like, that's so silly. How's anybody buying that? Why would you? But you mad. You at the house. She at the bank. Alright, so number one. So the first list was a list of transferable skills. The second list I want you to make is a list of your passions. Things that you just love to do. Whether it has a check attached or not, you're willing to do it. Because there are things that, if I look back over my life, there are things that I've been doing for as long as I can remember. I didn't know what it meant, right? When AOL came out when I was in third grade, I was obsessed. I loved it. I was on the internet all night long. Now I make all my money on the internet. Who knew that that was just a little pebble? Drop it into the bucket, right? That, that is my purpose. Organizing people. I was always the little girl that was getting all my friends to ask all their mamas, can we do this this weekend, can we do that? I was a planner. When I got to high school, I started a dance team. When I got to college, I started a dance team. When I started teaching, I started a book club. After that engagement I told y'all about, instead of crying about it, I started an organization that ended up being a global membership organization for single women preparing to become wives. I turned my pain into my paycheck. Right? So instead of being mad, I said, what can I do to not just learn this lesson for myself, but what can I do to teach this lesson to someone else? People called me crazy when I said I was starting a single wife school. What's a single wife? I made it up. I made it up. And that was half the battle, just trying to explain what that meant to people. Y'all don't know how many, I don't even want to call them haters, because they were just a few, but how many people didn't get it, told me not to do it, asked me who I thought I was as a single woman to be out here trying to teach other single women. They didn't get it, right? But they didn't have to get it, because they were my market, they were my audience. Everything isn't for everyone, right? So if you have some idea, something that you want to do, something that you've been toying with, something that you think God is really, really pulling you toward, do that thing. Right? Because people are going to question you about it now, but then they're going to be asking you how you did it later. They're going to be begging to be a part of it. I promise you. So list your passions. The things that people normally just naturally ask you for help with. The things that all your homegirls come to you for advice on. What are those things? Maybe you're real stylish. You can make money off of just loving to shop. 
personal status, personal shopper, right? Get paid for, you can get paid for waiting in line. You just might be a patient person. <laughs>
Dropshipping is how you can start a store with zero products, zero inventory, zero investment. And Shopify is my favorite place to do that. So I'm supposed to have a slide up here. Um, but I have a money text number two. Lamar, we, I swear we had the same presentation. But you can text the word money. I have a Shopify quirk um, that I teach entrepreneurs. It's up there. That's sore. I changed it from money to sore. I forgot. I was like, they don't think I just okay, I care about the money. So I changed it to sore. So if you text 404 that's how we can stay connected. That's how you can get on my email list. And that's how hopefully I will be able to empower and encourage you further. So at this time, I would love to open up for questions if there are any. Don't just go home and have fun. Y'all come up with questions? Walking in. Come on, no questions. <laughs> I did that good. Oh, here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question. All right, we got one. Hi, Tori. Thank you. 
children? I got some mentors in my head, like one, people that I look up to um, that just inspire me, but I don't have an official mentor. Um, nobody that's saying, hey, I'm going to take you under my wing and be my mentor, but I'm not afraid to ask for help. So I have tons of people.
Okay, so the, the one thing that I can say that I've consistently done across like all of the brands that I've um, started and built over the last few years um, is building that tribe. That is major. So Lamar talked about creating a community. There, there is no way, well I'm sure there's a way, but I don't see how it would be possible for me to do the things that I'm doing right now if I didn't start with that tribe that I built with the Single Wives Club. Because those people who saw that I really truly was, like, I was doing so much stuff for free, y'all. I wasn't even trying to make money. It was literally a nonprofit when I started. That's how much money I was trying not to make. I started a nonprofit, okay? But people saw that. People saw that it wasn't about the money. People saw that I was literally a single woman who wanted more for myself and wanted more for the single woman next to me. That's it. And that is what brought together that community. And so just how this young lady is still somehow down with me from way back when, there are people, you too. Franchises, but I think once you master that system of training your own staff, 
you can create that, you can duplicate that system. Um, and then I got said two, but I got one more. The last one, in terms of training, um, I will open up the training to train other aspiring tax professionals. So not necessarily your clients, the people who are coming to you, but that's another service that you can provide for people who want to start their own tax business. You're welcome. Last question? Hello, uh, my name is Tom Mallory. Hi. Uh, so I really appreciated you talking about consistency, right? Positivity training, okay. right? But my question is, uh, with the monetization of multiple skills, how do you manage your focus, efforts, and passion amongst such skills? Good question. So I believe you can do everything, you just can't do everything at one time. Right? So I do multiple things, but I didn't launch them all at the same time. I wasn't trying to build them all at the same time. My best advice, if you have multiple passions and multiple ideas, would be to choose your lowest hanging fruit. So by the lowest hanging fruit, I mean that thing that you So the thing that you can do with the least amount of effort that's going to give you the biggest results. Focus on that, build that, perfect that, and then you can pick up something else. And managing, you know, multiple things is something very, very different than starting and growing multiple things.
fun. You gotta come see it. So number one, I would go back and say, all right, did you really do any marketing? Number two, I would ask the people who actually showed up, why they're not coming back? What was it? What did you expect that you didn't get? What could I provide next time? What can I do more of? But work right here, this is my seventh year this year. It would be eight, but the very first year I was supposed to do it, paid for the venue, had all of these ideas, could not sell one ticket. Lost my little $4,500, I was so mad. That was my last little $4,500, I lost it. But guess what? I was saving that client for 24 hours. After that, I had to get my game back, my game uh, face on, because I had to get that $4,500 back, right? But when the next year rolled around, I didn't say, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe God don't really want me to do this. Maybe that wasn't God I heard. I didn't start doing, you know, questioning myself, which is what I think a lot of people do. If you really um, talk to some people who are like doing it big, their first couple whatevers, wouldn't, it wasn't it. it. People weren't there, they weren't showing up. But then you have to go back and, and uh, review what worked, what didn't, what you could do more of, what wasn't a good uh, you know, use of your time, what was. It's just a lot of tweaking and perfecting. That's it, that's it. What's that hell You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.